Welcome to another edition of the Dewan Marrero Podcast. I'm your host, Dewan Marrero. Joining me this week is an author, my longtime mentor. He was my trainer in college, and he put me in a position to excel in my last two years of my collegiate career at Moorhead State. I have here with me the one and only Chris Woods. Pleasure to have you on the pod, bro. How you feeling today? Let's go. I feel great. Like always, I'm always uh, motivated to make a difference. So I live my life the way I um, played my basketball career. It's hard. Work hard. That's all I know. Yeah, for sure. You remind me of myself just at an older version. Like, I feel like I'm a blue-collar player. Some people may feel different how they judge my game. But you got me ready my last two years in, in college when I came to you uh, my junior year fresh from JUCO when I went to Chipotle. Can you talk about that, like, that grind and, you know, our our connection, how we we grew with our bond? So what it was, we we just got in the gym, and what I I promised you was that I made a promise to you is that every day we come in here, we're going to work hard and we're going to get better. Right. You know, and that's always my approach. Like, I don't know a lot of stuff about basketball. People probably give me more credit than I deserve when it comes to basketball. The only thing I know is what carries over in life is that hard work is undefeated. Right, you right. Know, we, you could try to, you know, come with all these tricks when it comes down to basketball. I don't do no tricks. When we worked out, we ain't have a whole bunch of cones. We ain't right. had no fake men. I wasn't throwing stuff at you or hitting you with nothing. Right. We were just, the only thing I was hitting you with was hard work. Right, hard and, work, dedication. Yeah, and that's, and that's all it takes. You know, as long as you had a, the dedication, determination, and discipline to show up every day, give you and dedicate yourself to yourself then I told you that you would get better and I think that you did you know right I think right. you did you know over that over that time I think it proved because you went on and you became an all-conference player and you right. know you went on to become a professional basketball player and, yeah. and I don't really think to be honest I don't think that I did anything I just enhanced what you already had right and I think that's that's what I did I just took yeah. what you already had and just built on to it that's, that's how I, I look at it. Like That's why I wanted to get you on the podcast, because I, I never forget the people who helped me get to where I am today. And, you know, I know people are like, who is uh, Chris Woods? And I'm like, that's my guy. He was my trainer. He's my longtime mentor. And that's why I'm really excited to have you on here. So for people who don't know you, if you could just recap a background about yourself. So I'm, I'm a, a father, a husband, a son, brother. I'm a man on a mission. Uh, my biggest mission is to educate, encourage, and empower individuals who seek success. I always say that I uh, I aspire to inspire. So right now I'm on a mission personally to teach 100,000 kids how to write and publish their own books. I've been going around in schools, predominantly in the inner cities, underserved communities, because I believe in, in giving people opportunities. And opportunity comes with hard work. You know, with hard work, in preparation, anything's possible. So I, I just want to keep keep grinding and keep showing people the way. No, that's that's big time, bro. You went to East Chicago High School. Yeah. Talk to me about when you were growing up compared to what it is now. Yeah. So when I was when I was growing up, and we, we talked about this several times. When I was growing up, I, I played on a on a basketball team. When I was in high school, we had nine Division One basketball players, nine Division One athletes, because one guy went on to play Division One football. We had nine Division One athletes. All of us grew up mostly within a four-block radius of each other, like born and raised together. And I think during that time, we didn't really realize what we were doing, but we were always in competition with each other, always in competition, you know, steel sharpening steel. 
Now, out of the nine, we were the nine that made it, but we weren't the only nine. You know, it was a lot of guys that had the potential, had the ability to do it, but we were able to put the whole the whole puzzle together. You know, I, I often admit, you know, freely and willingly, I'm not one of these guys who's gonna sit here and self-proclaim like I was the best of all my friends. I know that I wasn't. Like it, right. like no way, shape, or form was I the best. The one thing that I did do. Um, on a more on a consistent basis was I would work hard right. and I knew that every day if I showed up and worked hard that I would not because I could control that I can't control that my homeboy could jump higher than me right. or that he got a better jump shot handle he's stronger he's bigger he's taller right. I can't control none of that but what I can control is my effort mm-hmm. and I know if I come out here and work hard every day then I'm going to get something out of it right. and that was, that was one of the things that, that, I, that I brought to the table so I played so hard that it forced my teammates to raise their levels to levels that they probably wouldn't have got to. So I think that we all helped each other and the steel was just sharpening steel. Yeah, no, for sure. After you, you know, you was hooping at EC, um, that's East Chicago High School, for those who don't know, you went on to play at Weaver State. Yep. And talk about your experience right there. So that, that was some odd because you know, like when I came out of high school, again, like I said, I wasn't the best player on my team. So I actually, I didn't have a lot of scholarship offers. I had schools that were recruiting me, you know, you're getting the letters in the mail, coaches calling the house, but I didn't have a lot of scholarship offers. I got my, my scholarship offer from Weber State from an open gym. I had like the top players in the, in the area who were playing in the gym together. So we had Gary Hammond East Chicago all in one gym. And there was a lot of co- college coaches from around the country, they were in the gym. And it was like, you know, last point win. The ball bounced on the ground. I just took off running, dove on the ball, threw it to a guy. He dunked it. Boom, we won. I wasn't even thinking about nothing. That's just how I played basketball. Right. I go to the sideline to sit down, and I look up, and there's a couple college coaches walking towards me. Now, he get to ask me, what made you do that? So, you know, I'm thinking I did something wrong. Right, right. <laughs> like, what made you do that? I was like, made me do what? It was like, dive on the floor like that. I, is it any other way to play? Right. Coach came from the back, Coach Joe Cravens. He was like, you know, I don't know why everybody else here. I want to offer you a scholarship. Right. Right then and there. I got my scholarship from just diving on the ground, scraping my scraping my arms up. So that was that was like that was something crazy. So I get out to, to Weaver State, which is in Utah, culture shock. Culture shock. You know, I go from being in a place to where it's where the minorities are the majority. Right, much, right, you know? right. For you, sure. know, you know, you go in East Chicago, you know, blacks, Puerto Ricans, Mexicans, that's the That's the culture. Yeah, that's that's the culture. So I go to Utah and now it's one percent black. Mm-hmm. You know, so it was it was a different a different thing. But I learned so much being out there. That actually opened my eyes to a lot of things. Got me um I hooked up with a lot of people who I'm still friends with today. I got a whole network of people on the West Coast from going out there. So that was a, a big thing for me. I went out there and I was able to improve as a person and as a basketball player. You know, pro- professionally and personally, I was able to improve. And I think that, that was the biggest thing that I got out of being in Utah, was just building building myself. Man, appreciate you sharing that, bro. For those who don't know, uh, Weaver State, Dame Lillard played yep. at, at uh, Weaver State. And he's playing in the NBA now yep. for Portland Solid Trailblazers. Yeah, like don't look at the the name of the school yeah. to get you a check playing this game. Yeah. There's a million schools out there. If you're nice and you're great at what you do, they will find you. I mean, you see John Morant yeah. 
went to my conference, Ohio Valley yep. Conference, and he dominated. And he's on sports and yeah, every 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 day. If you're you know, a killer, they gonna find you. They gonna come. It's, it's just all about what you do. Right. If right. you put in that work, you work hard. You work smart. You work consistent. Over your time in college, people gonna take notice because you think about it. No matter what level, if at a Division One level, you still a part of the one percent. Right. You know what I mean? Right, like right. everybody ain't getting to that level. Right. So if you get to that level. You have been identified as somebody who potentially can't get to the next level. Right. It's just all about what you do at that point. I look at Jalen Arrington. Uh, you guys grew up the same neck of the yep. woods. And he went to Bowman in yep. Chicago. And now he's playing overseas. Yep. Top two clubs. Uh, he played in Poland and Hungary. Yep. And he was not the main guy in high school. Yep. He didn't have not that many looks yeah. he was one of the few guys i knew that had to make a high school highlight team. yeah and i'm putting it out there because i didn't know anything about Man. film i'm just going off the name yeah and i'm seeing Jalen Harrington, his grind he inspires me bro because yeah. like he's playing on these euro cup clubs yeah. and he's from gary in yeah. the chicago area yeah. and a lot of people don't know that yeah. so if you could like from your perspective, how does that make you feel knowing his story? So that, that made me feel great because I've been I've been working with with Jalen since he was a since he was a child since he was a baby. I've been knowing him, his sister and my sister are really good friends. So I've been knowing him before he really knew himself. And to watch him grow into it, it was it's always it's inspiring because I could remember Jalen being in high school. Jalen was, was small, he was skinny. He loved basketball, but he just wasn't into his body yet. You right. know, he didn't really have. And I could remember one day he and I was talking, and he he kept you know he was concerned because he felt like you know we as coaches we didn't believe in him. And I told him it's, it's, we believe in you. It's just not your time. Right. I was like, but when it's your, you keep working right now, don't worry about what's happening right now. You just keep working right now. Right. And if you concentrate on the work, when your opportunity comes, you're going to be ready for it. Right, right. And what ended up happening is, you know, he kept working. He kept working. And then eventually, as his body started to mature, all of the work that he had done, it started to carry over. Because now Jalen's like 6'5". At the time, Jalen was a junior in high school, might have been 5'9". Five, five right, so he right. went from 5'9 to 6'5". But he had guard skills. Right. So now as he starts to stretch out a little bit more, all of that ball handling, all of that shooting, all of that stuff, that starts to carry over and it's beneficial as you start to stretch out. And he never allowed the, the situation, the circumstance, or the environment that he was in to deter him from his work. Right. And that's and that's inspiring to me, even to this day, to know that this is what happens when you work hard. Again, hard work is undefeated. Man, his, his purpose is inspiring. You may not know it, but I'm like, I have my own thing going, but I see you, what you're doing. Like, I talk to you daily, and that's big time because I could share your story yeah. for a time like this. And the only reason I brought up Jalen because you went to Weaver State. Yeah. Um, I played two years at DePaul, went to JUCO, and then Moorhead State to make my dreams a reality, which is getting a check playing this game. Yeah. But Jalen went to Cal State Bakersfield, yeah. and he made the NCAA tournament. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, he owned the something. Yeah. But he had to go all the way out to the West Coast, yeah. like you did. Yeah. And now he's in Hungary. Yeah. And and that's something like I think the youth can relate to in terms of that grind. Yeah. That blue collar grind. It's a slow grind. The shit 
it's not gonna happen overnight. No, it definitely won't happen overnight. Um, did that, like, so with your story, like, what countries did you play for? So I played in Switzerland, Iceland, the Netherlands, Germany, Finland, Austria. I think that's it. I think that's it. Yep. Yeah, no, that's, what was your take? Like, you this cat from the 219 area, just overseas hooping. Like, how was that? Because technology wasn't yeah. authentic back then. Yeah. It's like, I heard you guys had to write letters. Yeah, yeah, you know so, I mean? so for me, it was like the experience overall, it, it was it was definitely, definitely something something different. So what I, most of the people that I got in contact with, it was just via email. Was no, no social media the way it is now where you right. could just post a clip. Like I, I've had some pretty big games overseas. Like I've played two different countries in scoring in the top five in scoring before and, and a few others and you know none of those highlights are alive and, and floating around right. half of those games you know is on the vhs tape somewhere yeah, so classic yeah so it's like you know that during that time it was a little bit different but i can say that being over there is what inspired me to start writing books because i can remember just thinking one day i came out of um i came out of my apartment at the time i was standing um more just like a town in Lausanne, Lausanne, Switzerland. Lausanne, that's where I stay. Yeah. yeah. yeah so in Morris, Morris, yeah. that's where I stay. Yeah. So you know how how the lake is right there. Yeah. And it's like so one day I was walking right on that lake and I get to looking and when I looked at that lake the sun was hitting it like a certain way and I was just like damn I made it. You know, right. I could remember growing up in the, in a house that wasn't really made of much and you know losing my father when I was twelve and having to bury one of my homeboys who died on my birthday when I was in high school. Like, thinking about all this stuff that I had went through in life, and, like, I still survived. I made it. Right. And I'm looking at this like, man. So I just take off running. I was actually walking around then getting ready to go work out. I just took off running. I went, ran to an electronics store and brought my, bought my first laptop computer. And I just started typing up everything that I had learned throughout the experience of getting to this point, everything that my father had told me. I had to start typing, just start typing all of this stuff, putting yeah. it down. And that was that was um, the beginning of um, my first book that I wrote, One Mailbox at a Time, Your Step-by-Step Guide to Success. That was the first first book that I wrote about setting and achieving goals. I was gonna ask you about that. That's why I, I was looking at your book and I was like, what inspired you? Yeah. Cause I was over there, I think I took a picture by that lake yeah. and you like, dog, I was there. Yeah. So, so you for you to tell me that I'm like, really feel the same vibe yeah. I'm feeling like I'm from Gary like poverty yeah. a lot of minorities there's a lot of people that say you can't make it out yep. because of it's Gary and I'm like nah like I'm a, I'm a walking testimony yeah. but see I think that all of that I always tell kids who come from that environment now you're gonna make it because you from this mm-hmm. because going through that it's just like anything else when you when you lift weights for the first time and you grab that bar right hands get raw right you, got, you grab that bar a couple more times calluses start to build up yeah and grabbing that bar ain't nothing no more right so that's what growing up in them environments is like it's like it's building your callus so right. when you come across situations in life where other people would be stressed out and they couldn't get through it mm-hmm. you blow through it with a breeze because it's nothing right you know what i mean it's just like and that's why i always be like let's go what's right. next like you see this little issue over here man let's go it's time to get to get to the chicken we got to get work right you know and that's that's what you know for me growing up in the 219 did for me it helped build me 
Right. You know, it, it definitely, it definitely did not break me at all. It helped build me. No, sweet man. We gonna wrap things up, yeah. Chris, because I know you gotta go, and uh, I appreciate you hopping on the podcast. Like it's growing, but I know where I came from. Yeah. I know the people who played a big factor in my life, and, and you, one of those players who helped me, because I, I think it takes a, a man to build, you know, have a village yeah. around him. And you played a key part, bro, um, to get me where I'm at today. So I appreciate it. Nah, and I appreciate you. But what you don't understand, and a lot of cats who I work with don't understand, is y'all inspire me. So I appreciate you having me. I appreciate being on the podcast. I appreciate you working hard. And that, that really keeps me going. Oh, for sure, man. Like, <laughs> we're on this marathon together. Um, you know, rest in peace, Nipsey Hustle. Yep, yep. That's, that's where I got the marathon piece from. Um, that hustle and motivate record it's one of my favorites i actually put it on one of my highlight tapes and so we're gonna continue to progress every day Um, thank you all for tuning in stay tuned next week always getting content together for you guys stay tuned